0: Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E.com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte.
1: Hi, and welcome to your journey into yoga. I'm Avery Rich, and I'm so happy to have you along for the ride. Although today's episode will mark the final chair pose in this series, don't worry. I promise we will revisit many more poses that involve a chair in the future. My hope is that in this little chair series, I have given you a toolbox of postures that you can use whenever and wherever you may need them. Downward dog to a chair. What fun! Today we will continue to use a chair for our pose, but we will not be sitting in it. We will use it more as a prop. In episode five, we had our downward dog introduction, where we learned about what downward dog can bring to both the body and the mind. As an inversion pose, it bears repeating the downward dog helps to stimulate the circulation of blood and oxygen in the body. Inversions also help to bring new and fresh perspective into the emotional body, allowing us to see things and tackle issues with a new set of eyes. On a physical level, downward dog to the chair can also stretch the entire body, especially the upper body, arms, shoulders, abdomen, and legs. It can also help to stretch the back body, ankles, calves, hamstrings, and the spine. When we work into a downward dog to the chair, we are essentially coming into a downward dog, only for this variation, our hands will be on a chair seat. Think of the chair seat as replacing the floor as we work into our postures today. One of the bonuses of using a chair to support this pose is that it helps our heels release all the way to the floor. This often doesn't happen when we do a traditional downward dog because of tight hamstrings. So when we use a chair, we take some of the pressure off of the back of the legs, allowing the heels to rest onto the ground. I have always found this to be a lovely bonus. So not only do we get all of the benefits of the inversion, but we also get happy hamstrings. What could be better? As you will naturally require a chair for this pose, if possible, I would recommend bracing the chair into a wall. This just gives us the security that the chair isn't going to move away on us. If you don't have a wall space to use, I wouldn't worry too much about it. You should be fine. From here, standing in front of your chair with your feet about hip width apart, rest your hands on the chair seat. Walk your feet back until your body is at about a 45 degree angle to the floor. Your hands should be shoulder width apart and your fingers pointing forward as they would be in traditional downward dog. You are also welcome to hold onto the sides of the chair, if that's your preference. Your hips will be lifted so that your back body comes into a V-shape. Your head and neck should be relaxed, with your gaze in a downward direction. You have arrived in chair-supported downward dog. Let's hold for 10 breaths. Of course, if it makes sense to come out earlier, please do so. On your inhale, slowly raise your head and walk back up to the chair, and then peel up to standing. Pause here for a few breaths, just letting the body and mind settle. If a Shavasana is calling to you, move into that now. Otherwise, take your fresh perspective off of your mat and into your regular everyday life and let it work for you. Thank you for continuing your journey into yoga. I look forward to seeing you next time. Thanks for continuing your journey into yoga. For more poses and postures, go to AveryRich.com.
0: Produced and distributed by The Sound Off Media Company
1: it's Avery. Thanks for reaching the end of the show. Do me a favor and leave a rating or review of the show in your podcast app. And if you enjoyed this episode, tell a friend.